0: Hi friends, welcome to this podcast on verse 6 of Nirvana Shatakam. In the first five verses, Shankaracharya tells his Guru who he is not. And now, in this verse, he tells him who he truly is. Many people today use this, verse 6, in their daily meditations, including myself. The line 1 of verse 6 goes like this. Aham nirvikalpo nirakara rupo vibhutvachya sarvatra sarvendriyanam Line 2 "Nacha Nachasangatanaiva muktirnameya chidanandarupa shivoham shivoham When you look at the world or even your body, you see one thing, everything is changing constantly, like a movie. projected onto a screen. The movie is going on. The screen is the one that is constant, that doesn't change. Because the screen doesn't change, we are able to perceive the movie. If I use that analogy, when everything is changing in this world, including your body, and we already discussed this, our body and mind is part of the world. So what is that substratum that doesn't change? There must be one, isn't it? Shankara says, I am that changeless one, nirvikalpa. I am that one without a form. It has no form, because if it has a form, then you can bound it in space and time. Because it doesn't have a form, it's everywhere, it's beyond space and time. Because it has no form, it can't be bound, and it is changeless, it is all-powerful, Because what we see today has emanated from that all-powerful conscious being. It is omnipresent. And it is the one that inhabits all the senses. What, What we mean by that is, take an example. Let's say that I see an apple. Okay, For me to see an apple, there must be light, of course. And then, I should be able to see it with my eyes. I should have eyes. So, light falling on the apple and eyes working, the sense of sight working, makes my brain, makes my mind perceive that there is an apple with a shape and color and texture and and, uh, all those attributes. But, in order for my sense of sight to work, there must be a mind behind it. If I'm absent, if I'm asleep, even if I have a good sense of sight, I can't see the apple. You go back again, in order for my mind to work, there must be an intelligence behind the mind. And what's that intelligence? That's the changeless consciousness. And that's Shiva. That's auspiciousness. That's consciousness. That's bliss. So, during normal meditation practice, we reach that state for a fraction of a second. It is so powerful, it's so liberating for one to realize that you are not the body, You're not the mind. You are something beyond that. It can happen to anyone. It happens to us most of the time. But we don't realize it. When you are happy, but you can't attribute any reason whatsoever for it. That is the true nature of who we are. That is Shiva. That is auspiciousness. That's the consciousness. That's the bliss. That's the nature that we have to claim stake as our true nature. And getting rid of all the impositions or upadis like what we call on that changeless entity. Whatever that we are, that doesn't change. And Just like you have a crystal clear glass, a crystal, and you bring a red flower closer to the crystal, what happens to the crystal? The crystal gets the red color, it borrows the red color from that rose, red uh, uh, plant, and uh, uh, it shows that it is red. Likewise, the consciousness has come in contact with the mind, with the body, with our senses. So the consciousness feels that it is associated with all these things. But in fact, it is changeless. It doesn't associate with anything else. That's our true nature. How do we realize that? That's the true path. Of spiritual sadhana that one takes on. That's the the path is basically to keep on purifying the mind to get rid of those six negative attributes and realize sooner or later that you're not the mind, you're not the body, you're not the intellect, you're not the ego. Drop that ego and then you are who you are. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Look forward to sharing with you more in future podcasts. Thank you so much.